Hello and welcome to The Widow Podcast. I am your host, Karen Sutton, The Widow Coach. I am a widow, a mum, a health coach, a life coach and grief coach. I want to help you see that you really can create something truly meaningful after loss. You have everything you need within you and I want to help you find it so you can see how capable and amazing you really are. Helping you find a more positive way through your grief. Hello and welcome back to the Widow Podcast. It is lovely to have you here again. So in this episode, I want to talk to you about feeling stuck in your grief. I speak to so many people that say to me, I feel stuck and I can't move forward. And I remember feeling it for myself in my own grief. And it's a really interesting topic. And the the more I've learned about it um, through my own grief, through, you know, learning about my journey, reading all the books, doing David Kessler's Grief Educator Program, it's taught me so much about that overriding feeling of, of, not being able to move forward and actually how a lot of the time we feel that way because of the expectations that we place on ourselves. So I thought it'd be really interesting to to have a conversation about it, to share my thoughts with you guys and my learnings and again, you know, these are my thoughts. These are my learnings um, that the, this, you know, what I'm saying today is not um, sort of, there's no research out there to back this up per se. You, you know, remember, everybody does grief differently. We all travel it in our own unique ways with different timelines and that's okay. You know, there is no right or wrong. And, you know, if after listening to, to me talking and you, you still feel, do you know what? No, I'm I'm stuck and I don't know what to do. Reach out for help. You know, whatever's going on for you in your journey, if you don't feel like you can do it by yourself, if you feel like you need some support, whatever that might look like. And I don't even just mean with me, you know, it might be with the people around you, you, you need to reach out to them a little bit more, you, you might need a, a trained counsellor, um, you know, you might want a support group so that you go and meet people in person. There's many options out there. But take a listen, see how you feel, and, and make a judgment call off the back of it. Now, as I say, feeling stuck, very, very common. It's something I think that comes up for a lot of us at some points, at many points in our grieving journeys. It's, and it is that feeling of not moving forward. You know, we, we feel stuck. We feel heavy, like we're not going anywhere. Nothing's getting better. We're irritable. We, we overreact to things. And, and it's hard. It's really hard. But 
the one thing I think I've learned and I've taken away from everything I've read and the courses that I've done is that that feeling of stuck is, is also a way of feeling shame for where you are at in your journey, whether you're six days, six months, six years in, it doesn't matter. But when we start out on our grieving journey, I think we almost subconsciously set some kind of timeline in our minds of how long it's going to take. And maybe we need that a little bit because it's so awful. We've got to kind of be able to believe that at some point in the future, it's not going to be like this. And I know for me, when Simon died, I very much had a feeling of the first year is going to be the worst. And people would say to me all the time, you know, just get through the first year, get through all those dates. And nobody actually said to me, and then it will be better. <laughs> but that's what I heard. And that's what I took from it. And that's what I was kind of working towards. And then when I got to the end of the first year and it dawned on me that it wasn't any better. In fact, you know, in a lot of ways, I found the second year more difficult. I've written a blog about it on, on my website um, because the reality hit in then of, God, this isn't just something I've got to get through for a year. This is something I've got to live with for the rest of my life. And I'm still in a lot of pain and I still don't know what to do. And I still don't have the answers. And, and I'm I'm still a mess. And, it, you know, you kind of then go, well, what, what am I going to do? How am I going to get through this? I'm exhausted. I can't, I don't want to do another year like that. But you do, you know, you, you keep going. So I think, you know, sometimes we subconsciously set these timelines in our head at the beginning of our grieving journey. And then when we hit a certain point, a, a, a mark, a, a, you know, a, a six months, a year, two years, wherever you've set that, that marker, you get there and you go, I actually, I think I'm stuck because I'm not where I think I should be. You're expecting yourself to feel differently or to be further along in your journey. And you, you then think you're behind in your grief. And that's kind of results in us going, I'm stuck. But who said, who said that you have to be further along? Who said that you are behind in your grief? Who said that you should be feeling differently to what you are now? And I, and I, I, I believe actually that we kind of, we have our, our now, our, our present moment, our reality here today, and we look ahead at where we want to be. And, and a lot of people, again, say to me, I don't know where I want to be. I have no idea. But we do know. Sometimes we're just too scared to say it. That's a whole other conversation. But we do know where, where we want to be. We have this desire within us, this, this need, this longing. And, and, and it may be that you just want to feel happier, lighter, more balanced, less overwhelmed, more in control. You know, whatever that is, you kind of have this point in the future and, and you are where you are now and you're looking ahead and you, you get stuck in that in-between space of, I, I'm never going to get there. How am I going to get there? You, you know, you, you feel like you're not getting there quick enough. We don't recognize enough looking at where we've come from, from the day that our person died and the journey that we have taken to get us to this point today. Now, I don't believe 
in in looking back and 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 kind of staying there and then there's a famous quote and i can't remember who said it so i do apologize the past is a place of reference not a place of residence and i and it's so true you know look back reflect learn remember don't stay there but definitely kind of reflect on how far you've come to get you to where you are now we're often so intent on looking ahead and thinking that we're not getting there quick enough or we're not doing it in the right way that we forget actually everything that we've worked through to get to here and that's huge that's absolutely huge and that needs to be acknowledged and and celebrated more just to recognize what we're capable of and and what we've done already so in, in terms of feeling stuck, like you should be somewhere else or doing something differently or feeling something differently, remember, we have to learn to accept all of our feelings and emotions. And, and I talked about this a lot in episode eight of the podcast um, titled Feelings That Show Up in Grief. And I talked about the importance of allowing ourselves to feel everything to invite it in to explore it to get curious about it to not judge or criticize ourselves for for what's showing up To, to understand that it is normal and necessary to experience everything that shows up in our grief everything you know the good the bad and the ugly because because it does and and there's such a huge range of of feelings and emotions that show up it's trying not to label things as as positive or negative but feelings just are they just are they they, they, you know life is all about feeling right you know it's there's no grief without love there's no right without wrong (laughs) there's no left without right You, you, you know it's like there's opposites in in everything and and we have to kind of learn to accept all of it is a necessary part of of life and we have to work our way through it all so you know if if you're having feelings and emotions that are making you feel stuck just stop just just stop and accept that you are exactly where you need to be at exactly the right time in your journey. This is your journey. You're doing it your way. Like I say, there's no right or wrong in it. It's, it's just allowing that acceptance and knowing that this is what is real for you right now. And that's okay. Lower your expectations. Because ultimately, like I say, you're expecting yourself to be somewhere different. You're expecting yourself to feel something different. And why? Because it's, you know, it's, it's quite hard for us to, to turn things off, isn't it? And, you know, if we're having a grief day, yes, there's definitely many things we can do to, you know, actively deal with those emotions. But we've also got to gently allow ourselves to, to heal in, in our own way by exploring everything that, that shows up for us. So just don't expect too much of yourself. Be kinder to yourself, you know? And remember, grief oscillates between the, the loss and the restoration. Um, it's, 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 you know, the, the, um, one of the, the models of grief. Um, and again, I've forgotten the names, I'm terrible at names. So, strobe and 
Strobe and Schubert or something, um, like the duality process of, of grief. And, you know, we are going to be spending time in our grief and time attending to the changes that come as a result of our loss, you know, and sometimes we've got to be in our grief. Sometimes we've got to sit with the difficult feelings and emotions that show up for us. And then at other times we're going to feel like we're, we're able to focus more on creating our new normal. Okay. Adjusting to what our life is like now. And, and you're going to oscillate between the, the two of them and being in your your grief space does not mean you're stuck does not mean you're going backwards does not mean you're bad at it we all know it's like a huge roller coaster ride ride you're up and down like a yo-yo um and it's remembering that and nurturing yourself through that you know when you get to the top and you're on a high you're at the peak embrace it enjoy it but when you you're coming back down you're in the valleys and it, it's all dark and heavy nurture yourself through that we will all do this differently and that's okay don't compare yourself to others it's the worst thing you can do and and i've done it you know you you meet people and you you know you'll meet somebody that says you know they're 18 months in and they're doing really well and you're 2 years in and you're like why aren't i doing as well as you don't just don't even go there just don't even go there it's it, this is your journey you're going to do it in your way and we will all do it differently and that's absolutely fine fine just you know let your grief ebb and flow let, let it be fluid. It's, it's not rigid. It's not a linear process. It's not a tick box exercise. I know you know this, but sometimes we just need reminding that we do sometimes feel like we're taking sort of one step forward and 10 steps back. But just remember, you're going to be spending time in, in both these different places. Sometimes you're going to want to be more restorative and more sort of wanting to create your new life. Other times you're going to be wanting to sit in your grief and deal with the, the thoughts and emotions and everything that's that's showing up for you. And, and that's OK. You know, give yourself time and space to, to do that. Self-compassion is absolutely vital so vital and we're rubbish at it generally in life let alone in grief we criticize and we judge ourselves all the time and sometimes others so let's stop let's stop criticizing let's let's stop judging i talk about this in in episode eight let's just let it be you know let's just lean into what we need in any given moment you know just stop and listen to your body. Trust in the fact that you will figure it out. You might not have all the answers here and now, but that's okay. You don't need to have all the answers here and now. You just need to tend to what's showing up for you in the here and now, okay? And remember that where you are right now, it is not permanent, I know it feels like it. And that sometimes this is where we feel stuck again, isn't it? Because we think, this isn't going away. This feels awful. But again, sometimes reflect back, you know, reflect back to the beginning, wherever you are in your journey. If you're a year in, go back to the first month. If, if you're five years in, go back to the first year, you know. If you're in your first couple of months, go back to that first day. 
and just notice that then there might just be some tiny little changes. You might be dealing with it a tiny little bit better and you don't notice it as you're going along in your journey because it, it is such a tiny, tiny change. And it takes so long that we, we don't often tune into it. But when you look back and reflect, you can see actually you have come quite a long way and you have been amazing. Remember that you have been amazing. So just, you know, in those moments when you feel like maybe you're stuck or you feel like you're going backwards, think of it more as an invitation just to love yourself a little bit harder. Lean into it. Get curious. Ask yourself what you need. Show yourself that that kindness, that compassion that you would show others. Remember, speak to yourself how you would speak to, to the people you love most in your life because often we don't. Self-care is a conscious decision and one that we need to arrive at to allow us to take steps forward towards a brighter future. And again, self-care is something that we tend to, I don't know, maybe not prioritize enough because we feel selfish and it's not something that we're used to doing you know we live in a very busy world especially you know family and children and and other people needing you and work you know, you know our own self-care often goes to the bottom of the pile and is, is not prioritized but, but we have to, especially in grief, you know, in life, we have to learn to do it better. But in grief, we particularly have to care for ourselves on a much deeper level. And we have to make that conscious decision to do it. And we have to give ourselves the time in which to do it. It's a priority. It should be at the top of your to do list, because if you are not caring for yourself and tending to your own needs, nothing else will get done and you'll be no good to anyone. Something else to think about when you're feeling stuck. Learn to be still. Okay. Learn to allow your mind to slow down. We cannot find the answers to our challenges, to our problems within the chaos of our minds and the overthinking that we tend to do in these moments. And you know what it's like, your mind works overtime, doesn't it? You're thinking of all the things that could go terribly wrong and, and just how awful it's all going to be. And you can't, you can't see the wood for the trees. And I think especially in grief, you catastrophize. I catastrophize all the time. I have to be really conscious of what I'm doing. So allow your mind to rest. It's so important because it's in the silence that we often learn to find our way. If you can meditate, meditate. Maybe you just need to sit in the garden and watch the birds and let your mind be still. Because in that stillness, you will often find what it is that you need to help you take those steps forward. Because again, you know, sometimes we're not addressing our own needs. We're not allowing what is showing up for us to, to be expressed, to be released, we're, we're keeping it in. And when we keep things in, we create shame around it because we think, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. I can't tell anyone this, that's really bad. Or I'm a burden or I'm boring everyone or I'm really bad at this and I'm getting it all wrong. And we tell ourselves all these stories as to why we can't let it out, why we can't release it because we should be doing it differently or we should be somewhere else than we are now. 
and in that, that keeps us stuck. So it, sometimes it's, it's an invitation to think about what we need and we need to share it. We need to release it. We need to find our way with it. It is so important, so important. Grief requires work. Time alone does not heal wounds. Yeah, okay, a paper cut, <laughs> a, a grazed knee, time does. But, you know, wounds of the heart, they require our attention. They require our work. You, you know, they need tending to. We have to meet ourselves with love and compassion and learn not to expect too much from ourselves talk about it share how you're feeling find a support group find somebody that you know loves and and wants the best for you and will nurture you through this in the best way possible because that is absolutely how we find our way forwards it's in our connection with others you know and and maybe the people in your life that you thought would show up for you that aren't that's okay you know, I know it doesn't feel okay. I know it feels really crappy, but find people that will support you, that will love you, that, that will treat you with that, with that kindness and that compassion that you need because they are out there. I, I have a free Facebook support group, Widows Rising, and everyone in there is just so wonderful, so wonderful. It's a great space to be in, you know, people sharing their highs and their lows and their struggles and, and the, the challenges they faced and, and overcome. It's such a lovely space. And it's finding people who get it, you know, find your people, let things come out you know, because we, it's, it's letting things out is, is how we find our way, talking about it, journaling, but just expressing your grief, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions in your own way, in, in a way that works for you. So, you know, if you've listened to this and, and it resonates and great, maybe you can identify wh where your thoughts are heading and how they're leading you to feel you know do you feel stuck because you're expecting yourself to be somewhere else than you are are you feeling stuck because you're not tending to your needs you know are you listening to your body are you releasing what is showing up for you and, and how you're feeling are you connected are you talking to other people you know there's 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 many points to think about but you are exactly where you need to be this is your journey. This is part of your journey. And it is in our darkest moments that we learn the most about ourselves. So take that moment, you know, connect with you and who you are at your core. And like you within that, you will discover what it is you need to help you get through this. And each time we learn something, we have it for next time. Because as you know, we're up and down and these highs and lows and they keep coming and it's it's in our ability to learn to deal with them that they become a little bit easier I know some people don't like that expression people don't believe it gets easier I do believe it gets easier is that because we learn how to deal with it better maybe you know there's many arguments we all again we all have different thoughts and feelings on on this and that's okay that's you know that's healthy that's what life's all about right if we all did it in the same way at the same pace it'd be very boring and robotic so 
<clears throat> learn to, you know, I, I say embrace the lows, but in a, in a way that is kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up for it. This, this is your journey. This is how you're doing it. And, and you will figure out this next bit as well. 100% you will figure it out. But you don't have to do it alone. Find people to help you because that's, that is one of the biggest factors in your healing journey is that the support that you have around you. We cannot heal in isolation. I hope some of that has been helpful for you. It's been so lovely talking to you about this. As you know, it's a, it's a topic very close to my heart, grief and, and all the aspects that come with it. So I'm sending you all lots of love and I will look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Widow Podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today on The Widow Podcast. If you would like to find out more about how I can help you, please visit my website, www.karensutton.co.uk. I would love to help you find your way forward to a brighter future. So get in touch, let's have a conversation and let's help you take back control and find a more positive way through your grief. I look forward to hearing from you.